Welcome to Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we talk about what's outraging the internet and then let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. I am Officer Kevin, and with me is... Hey. Mr. Hey over there, Grant, Officer Grant. (laughs) Hey's for horses, my friend. Sure, yeah. We're going to give a quick thank you to Officer Blake, who showed up last week, and uh, we had a lot of fun with Blake talking about disgusting please, things. Please, let's uh, let's leave the details out of what we talked about. If you want to know all about the disgusting things that Blake sees on a daily basis, listen to the last episode. <laughs> uh, it's horrifying to live in Blake's shoes. <laughs> Uh, we also have an. Uh, I mentioned this off the top, but we have an interview we're going to cut away to later on, where we're interviewing uh, one of the head writers for the American Tribune, and the American Tribune is the website that set up the infamous Naruto run around the Trump Tower. So we'll cut to that later on. But for now, you're here. You're you may or may not be queer, so let's just get used to it. Now, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, at the beginning of every episode, we follow up with the previous episode by sentencing last week's perpetrators to a cruel and often unusual punishment. So, Grant, take it away. Uh, For the crime of saying the N-word, PewDiePie is hereby sentenced to... uh, I can't make him try and talk like an adult again, because I think that was his last sentence. And I think he's held up to it so far. He's talking like a certain kind of adult. Well, like a foreign ad- a foreign adult, I guess. Kind of. Well, and one that um, uses harsh language. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. What do you got? PewDiePie has to come on Thought Cops. <laughs> okay. Dude. <laughs> rough. Fair enough. For the crime of jerking off on 9-11, a.k.a. the real Halloween... Ted Cruz is hereby sentenced to a visit from a Halloween ghoul next time he tries to touch his penis, and maybe he'll stop. <laughs> It'll scare him into some, sh- like, sort of a uh, unique form of shock therapy. There was uh, there was another guy that got caught for the same exact thing. Let me find him real quick. Um, Florida Representative Ross Spano. <laughs> filed a bill to declare pornography a state public health crisis, and he did the same thing. He liked a porn video on Twitter. 
So this seems Florida. to be <laughs> this seems to be a uh, a trend, I guess. Florida is gross. Uh for the crime of whatever the fuck that interview was, um Jim Carrey is hereby sentenced to uh complete and absolute nothingness. A void filled with nothing but fashion and things that don't matter at all. Things devoid of meaning meaning meaningness meaning meaningness. What the fuck? Where they only play the Grinch. For the crime of leaving Chicago and writing a weird breakup diary entry about it, Huffington Post writer, a.k.a. Huff Post writer, a.k.a. Huffy Poo Poo writer, Eric Berry, is hereby sentenced to also live in the void. The only the, <laughs> the, the only place him. that will accept him. He uh, Chicago couldn't handle him. San Francisco couldn't handle him. New York City, I got a funny feeling they're not going to be able to handle him either. I think he will only be able to exist... In the void. Just gotta wait another three years. Just uh, follow all his social media accounts. Just wait. Sit in waiting. Wait for that to happen. Um, for the crime of uh, for the crime of giving Mario nipples, um, Nintendo is hereby sentenced to uh, showing us Mario's dick. We want to know if it's circumcised or not. Absolutely. I think that's fair. We want to see that mushroom tip. <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. If you touch it, do you get bigger? Let's find out. <laughs> Does he get bigger? <laughs> okay, now we're in a bit of trouble here because what were the other things we talked about? Oh, did you leave it off? No, because I mentioned to you, I was like, I was sleepy. <laughs> I stopped. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, scroll. No, because I deleted all that. Well, those guys... Uh, for the crime of all the other people that did all the other shit wrong, uh, fuck them. That's your sentences. Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, you chump. <laughs> God damn it. Whatever. And on, on to something else. Uh, uh, let's cut away to the interview with Mark. Mark, uh, take it away. That's how you're going to cut to the interview? Yep. Okay. The interview goes here. Thanks. <laughs> All right, the Thought Cops are here with Mark Whitney from the American Tribune. How's it going, Mark? Pretty good. A little bit hot out today. It's cooling down, though. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. And talk into it a little bit closer. All right. Sorry. I, I always get on everyone about <laughs> it's that. It's the first day of summer. It's 100 degrees out here in Neo Greek Town, though. As the sun sets, it does get a little bit cooler outside. So, Mark, you work for the American Tribune. How's that going? How long have you been doing that for? Um, pretty good. I started back in um, late November, I believe. Okay. That's when I started writing. Late November, early December. Right around election yeah. time. Yeah, like right after election time. Yeah, we that's <laughs> about when we started. Because we recorded a bunch of like practice episodes and kind of like started planning the show out right around that time too. So yeah, uh, Mark is here. He planned the famous Naruto run around the Trump Tower event that uh, took place a few weeks ago. How do you think the turnout was? Um, so it was around what I was expecting, honestly, because actually, um, I made another one, um, in order to run around Buckingham Fountain from a different page. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And um, on that one is about five hundred people said they're going, mm -hmm. and about twenty people showed up. Oh. So just multiplying that out, if five thousand people say they're going, about two hundred people were there. So. 
That's yeah. yeah. Honestly, like for like pretty much any, like any Facebook like party you haven't set up, like you got to factor out the maybes and stuff like that. So. It's a good like twenty percent rate. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna show up show. to my birthday party? Twenty percent of my friends. Yeah. There's so something too. like there's something yeah. like uh, I think like um there's almost like twenty thousand people who said they're going to that. Yeah, thing. that was insane. Yeah. I saw that. Like I when I first saw the event, like I laugh because the header image is really funny just the naruto from naruto shippuden running towards trump tower i thought it was um a joke event because like something that didn't really exist because there was a lot of these fake facebook events for a long time like like guy fieri and smash mouth concert at applebee's or something like that i thought it was like something along those lines and then grant brought it up to me that it was a real thing and we were like this is extremely on brand for thought cops we have to go to this we have to film a video and we did it was awesome yeah, um, I mean, the whole idea behind why I did it was I just want to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on, I don't it's blame you. a good you. reason to do anything. Like, because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I wasn't sure if, like, a bunch of Trump people are going to take it and then make it, like, a pro-Trump protest or what was going to happen. I, yeah. It's pretty interesting because basically all I did was I made the event and I posted it in a couple pro-Trump groups and a couple anti-Trump groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We did the Just same see. thing for our video. <laughs> so what, see who shows up. What made you come up with the idea for the Naruto run around the Trump Tower? Um, well, it was after the Buckingham Fountain one. Oh, so, okay. Um, I had that one, and then that one was taking off. And then um, I asked Brian Marin, who, um, who is the founder of the American Tribune, okay. hey, can I make this event? And um, he's like, yeah, go for it. So, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, that was a really funny uh idea i just uh my favorite part about it and uh because we were talking about like our our ideas and our angles uh a little off mic about like what it kind of meant to us afterwards and it it seemed to like we got the same similar vibe from it um and when when we first uh set out and like interviewed people on the street with it and the episode after like directly after we did it um i may have mistakenly called it the most intelligent protest I think I've ever witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, I don't know if you like witness this at all, but there's like a, a fatigue in general American culture with all the protests that are going on with like everything and everyone's getting hit on all sides from everything. And like this event in and of itself with people chanting, not my Hokage. <laughs> <laughs> and uh what were some other things uh trump hates anime and stuff was like yeah. a point yeah. of clarity that i don't think you would have gotten from anywhere else is that kind of what you took away from it yeah i think so like the everybody coming together and then not being like violent like you see at a yeah. lot of other gatherings like that and the way i made it was it's something that could be construed as political but uh -huh. isn't inherently political yeah, that's definitely the vibe I got from the crowd. There it was pretty ambiguous. Yeah, it was it was so funny, and like a lot of the people there were like really nice, really friendly. Yeah, really funny. yeah, they yeah. were, and like we were one of the only people there with like a camera. People were like coming up to us and like asking about what we were doing, what the project was for, and they like they very often wanted to be on film, and a lot of them happened to find the video and seemed to enjoy it. So adding adding you on Facebook and stuff, <laughs> yeah, all that got some uh did you also uh oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say um the uh infamous anthony event uh got some great intel on that from a lot of the fans yeah hashtag, did, hashtag did, free anthony yeah <laughs> hashtag free anthony 
did they ever free Anthony? Um, so when I was still in there, when I was leaving, I actually saw him, uh, uh, still handcuffed. Mm. Um, he was over like in front of Trump tower Mm -hmm. and the cops were talking to him there. So I'm not actually sure what happened because I just kind of wanted to get out of there in case anybody figured out my connection (laughs) to the event. (laughs) Understandable. Understandable. Well, Anthony, we're out there. We're, we're rooting for you. We're hoping you get out of the Anbu Black Ops prison shortly. (laughs) Um, I I did now that you mentioned it. I did see the uh, Buckingham Fountain event at some point too. I thought they I thought that that came after this one, but either way, these were the two events of that kind that I had seen, and we've seen an influx of tons of copycat events. Uh, for example, a really popular one is uh, Goku scream in front of the bean. And there was, I think, Goku scream in front of the Washington Monument. And now they're just, like, all over. Yeah, like, Spongebob, like, yell, can you feel it, Mr. Krabs, in front of, like, (laughs) the postal headquarters or something. Actually, I just made another one. Um, I was just about to ask you if you did. Is Um, it? uh, No, go ahead. It's, um, yell Hadouken in front of the Federal Reserve. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Um, and, uh... If it if it takes off, I'm gonna make one for each of the Federal Reserve branches. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, short yokin in front of the. Uh, yeah. And that's going to be on uh, Black Friday for anybody who's interested. Awesome, oh, fantastic. Uh, again, like that that sort of like political but not quite political angle is like it's the only clarity that makes sense to me anymore when it comes to like anything. I don't I don't know. It's definitely out of all of the other like anime whatever events go you know jerk off at the bean and pretend mm. that you're prince- princess mononoke or whatever the fuck uh, and she's known to jerk off the, these ones are actually <laughs> legitimately funny so yeah like, i i kind of broke it down in the last episode if you uh anyone out there wants to listen to that where i i i think that the uh joke behind your event was much funnier than the other ones because i think like i said before like naruto's a much funnier top uh target for the joke because it's less obvious as opposed to like goku because goku is from dragon ball z and like dragon Everyone ball z knows over nine thousand. it's yeah it's just like sort of like the obvious thing you guys kind of went like i think the phrase of like people who are thinking of what makes something funny and they're like eight's good but 10 is so much funnier like when you guys were at that eight which is perfect because 10 is sort of like the obvious like thing that doesn't age well i mean i'm kind of ranting here but that i all i'm trying to say is i thought it was funny <laughs> so <laughs> anyway uh let's see here uh so uh oh we didn't even uh just jumped right into this fucking uh thing but we <laughs> we go on the phone to interview mark turns out he he's uh, a fellow neo greek town cyberpunk districtor yeah, we were just, just kind of making small talk nowhere. on Skype. Like, oh, you're from Chicago? Yeah, what, what neighborhood are you from? West Loop? Like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> Two fuck. blocks from here, actually. Or maybe maybe even less. You got here pretty quick. Uh, I think it's, it's like it's like uh, two and a half, maybe. Okay. It's very <laughs> close. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I come here all the time. Like, <laughs> Mr. Greeks? Yeah. yeah. Can't miss it. A thought, uh, thought Cops trademark. You know how there's always cops at the donut shop? Thought Cops are often seen eating euros at mr greeks because we, so. we do go there pretty often um, there's, there's always cops at zeus really that's yeah. 
That's right, the, up, right over there. Yeah, the one like two doors down from Mr. Green. Really? Well, I've never been there. If you if you're afraid of the real police, don't go to Zeus. <laughs> so, uh, Grant, you got some messages here, notes here rather about uh, sat just yes, sat please, satire. Please break the fourth wall and mention the notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I I read a, like um in like preparation for this i read like a lot of the stuff that you wrote and a lot of it was really funny uh what are some of your favorite things that you've written for the american yeah. tribune all right i'm gonna give you a top three all right yeah awesome. go for all it. right so uh the first one that i wrote that took off by the way we switched sites um so not everything not all of our over. articles are on wordpress because um we needed to or we originally had like a custom made site that we made. Uh-huh. So um, we only transferred over the big articles. Mm. But my first big article that I wrote was um, Gary Johnson says he has been constantly high since the election. <laughs> I- I've seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, I wrote that um, about a month after the election and then republished it um, when we switched over to a new site. And um, that was probably one of my most successful ones. Awesome. Uh, another good one was um, right when uh, uh, Tommy Laren was getting. Um, like Is that how to say her name? Yeah, we have no I, idea. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I spelled her name wrong in the article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, oh, so I wrote like right after she got fired from the Blaze. Mm. I wrote an article saying she was in talks with MSNBC <laughs> to become an anchor there, and it got really big. And uh, she actually responded to it and called it fake news. Wow. <laughs> the, the highest praise. That that's incredible. Probably, yeah. That's probably oh the God. greatest accomplishment in yeah. my life. <laughs> but she ain't wrong. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. What's number three? Um, I wrote an article uh, called... Um, uh, there's... Uh, oh, I forget the name of it was. But the premise of the article was that... Uh, Nazis are now using Wow React as a as a dog whistle. <laughs> Jeez. And um that one also took off. And a- I actually got I posted it to 4chan. Uh-huh. And they came up with like the reasoning behind it for me. There you go. Um because I was just like, oh, nobody really uses Wow React. Um like all of the like uh-huh. commies are using it- like Angry React all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um so my idea was like, oh, nobody uses it, so they're using it to signal that they like something without everybody knowing it. <laughs> but then 4chan came up with like Steve Bannon had the World of Warcraft's like gold mining or whatever thing going yeah, on. Yeah. And that's wow. And then also there's like some acronym they came up with for it, like made, made like a whole infographic. So then I wrote a follow up article <laughs> um, titled like How the Wow React Became a Symbol of the Alt Right. <laughs> that's, that's great and use their infographics in it oh my god yeah and i think i saw something about uh like the wow looks like a spooky ghost and so it's kind of like the kkk with their oh hoods. yeah 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 that, that's the other that's the other one incredible oh my god. incredible well my next question was gonna be uh what are the reactions you got from those but i guess uh tommy lauren calling your article fake news is probably the best you can shoot for right couldn't ask for more than that yeah, I was really hoping for like a response from Gary Johnson, but I'm pretty sure that he was high. So like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that was a satire. That was probably a real article. Just how it turned out. 
Did you? Has anyone ever kind of like been outraged or like lashed back at anything? Um. Uh, there's some guy that would every time we posted something on Reddit, he'd like find it and then like post the um, post the like satire or like is it satire link? God all them. damn it! <laughs> God damn it. And then he'd be like, oh, it, they don't say they're satire, but really we just like moved the page that we said we were satire on. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he thinks he's doing God's work. Uh, that like that actually leads me like right into my next question because uh, the website, I think if it's the same one or not, uh, real or satire dot com. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that the one? one? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, says the American Tribune hid their satire warning in their page because satire sites are likely losing revenue and sites like the American Tribune are resorting to clickbaity tactics to get revenue. Uh, what the fuck? I first mean, of all, that's just everybody's resorting to clickbaity tactics to yeah. get revenue. Yeah. So like that's just how things work. And of course we're doing that because that's how satire works. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't write satire and have like a, just like a normal, like factual title because it's not factual. So yeah, <laughs> but it's supposed to be like crazy and outlandish. But like, uh, at what point, like how how do you necessarily adapt to like websites like that or the famous example of when Facebook started doing satire tags on all the posts and shit like that, like. Does that really take the wind out of the sails or, you know, because it's got to do damage when people know immediately, like, oh, this is fake, you know? So our site does not look fake. Um, I know, yeah. We are approved by Apple News and AMP and Facebook Instant Articles. <laughs> um, So, like, that makes it look super legit. We yeah. actually, whenever we post... The a logo new, looks legit. Whenever we post a new um article... Um, it gets posted at Apple News, and then people like find it there. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> good. Um, so yeah, um, I think that by the the main thing to avoid that is people will people don't really look it up if they agree with it. True. If they disagree with it, they'll call you out. That's true. People will seek it out if they disagree with you. Yeah. Like, they'll search, like, you know, uh, like, whatever the opposite of their viewpoint is to read a thought article about it or thought piece about it, whatever you, you call it, and uh, just to leave an angry fucking comment, you know? Like, we have an article called um, The CIA um, Confirms That They're Using Mind Control in Individuals. Which is consistently getting hits because people keep on sharing it in like forums around the internet and on Twitter. And like, it's obviously not real, but like, they don't check but, it. Yeah. Like, I, that honestly, I feel like is the best way to get traction nowadays is like to trick like forum goons into thinking it's true and having them share it with their other goonish friends. Or, uh, I think my favorite example was I think NPR, uh, put something out that was like, people don't read nowadays anymore. Yeah. And then uh, immediately people leave all these hateful comments and the article itself is about how people only read the headlines and <laughs> don't read the article. <laughs> yeah. Um, Classic got em. What What made me lose all faith in like people like fact-checking things is when I wrote an article saying that this BuzzFeed article that was saying a self-driving uh, self car um, had run a red light 
um, but didn't mention until like the third paragraph that it was not in self-driving mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, that there's a real driver had been nominated for a Pulitzer. And the only people to like call that out as fake were actually the Pulitzer nomination people who replied oh to God. us on Twitter and were like, actually, the nominations are still open and nobody's been nominated yet. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this is our official nomination for this article. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh no, I know a lot of modern satire is sort of like a re- revolving around like larger establishments like The Onion or Clay Cole and the Colbert Report. I don't know if you knew this, but like oh, The Onion and Clay Cole are located in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And uh, like, do you think the Kevin per- used to work there? I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I actually, for a bit. Yeah, I applied at the Onion, um, and uh, they had a they had an opening for um, for um, front end developer, but the link was broken. <laughs> <laughs> so I took a screenshot of the open link and, and said, uh, or like the broken link page, and said, "Hey, the link here is broken, but I think you should keep it because like great satire right there." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they went, "You're hired." They it, actually, um, I sent them my resume, and um, but unfortunately, I'm a I'm a back end developer, so they didn't have any openings. Oh, uh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And I, I, you know, like I, yeah, it was a great time being there. But like in general, like, do you feel like I guess there's sort of like a gateway to get into these kind of things? And I, I feel like you guys have done a really interesting route of sort of like building your own brand, which is also what we're trying to do. Uh, but do you think the pervasiveness of these larger outlets has done more to uh, help or hurt what satire really is and like is really meant to be in the eyes of the public? I think it could go both ways. It, I mean, like satire is hit or miss in general. Yeah. So like, I, I don't think you could say that it's it's done all one or all the other. It's like a little bit of both. But I think mm-hmm. overall, I like I like the onion. I like Clickhole. Clickhole's hilarious. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It. Certain parts of it, though, kind of get under my skin because when people actually put out, like, real, like, kind of scathing satire, like, backlash from people is always like, well, this isn't satire. It's, uh, the satire is like the onion because that's, like, the first thing that they can mentally go to because they know what it is. And so, like, I don't know. To me, like, uh, and I don't know if this makes sense at all to anyone else, but, uh, to me, it feels like that kind of, warps or like bastardizes what it's supposed to be because it's kind of supposed to give you that kind of jolt you know what i mean i think that a major thing that smaller satire not not like strictly fake news like you see with the like abc yeah. right yeah 543 or whatever <laughs> <laughs> um i think that it's like it makes people think critically about other news that they're reading and hopefully at least my hope is that then they'll think about the other news that they see through a skeptical a skeptical lens instead of just accepting it all yeah yeah but that's just my hope (laughs) yeah i think that's that's a big point of satire in general and it's satire is very very hard to do it's a very particular uh sort of form of art so yeah um makes you think speaking of thinking uh there's a lot of thought pieces out there uh did you you get that huh thought pieces (laughs) that say that like outrage culture and like political correctness in general and shit like that like is kind of killing satire um you just google uh is outrage culture killing satire you get thousands of hits uh do you feel like that's true or that it's kind of the opposite that it makes it kind of more potent 
Uh, I think that is true. That um, that culture is killing satire because people just get so mad about things that yeah. are jokes, and can't take them as jokes because they're taking everything so seriously. Sure. Yeah, we're we're in a very interesting time right now. Uh, that's kind of all I really can say about that. And I'm very curious to see where things are going to go from here as far as this, because like growing up was something that kind of drew me to comedy to some extent was like the idea of nothing is sacred in comedy. Like there are no sacred cows, but I feel like we've gotten to a point where we are understanding sort of our point of society and where society is and where it needs to go and whatever else. And everybody's got different opinions on that. And that is really painting the uh, opinions of many people where I think at least for the time being, I think it'll blow over uh, to some extent Uh, to say what it will be in the future. I don't know. Well, and again though, like this comes up a lot on our show is how it only takes less than 5% of people to kind of stir out the out, stir up the outrage in the first place. You know, like I I think most people don't care about really anything. That's probably not true, but you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) uh, but it's always like a small portion of people that just kind of, you know, get the ball rolling and then everyone reacts to it accordingly. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Something I notice is, um, if you give away too much in the headline, um, People won't actually click on it, but they'll comment and um, they'll they'll people will even comment asking what it says. Like they won't go through the effort of reading it themselves. They'll have to yeah. like ask other people what it says. I mean, like, to an extent, to, to an extent, those men are hero or those men and women are heroes uh, because there's certain not to say that your website is like this, but there's a lot of websites where it's like these like listicles of things. And it's like every item is on a different page. So it's oh, like they're getting uh, multiple clicks and stuff. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, we do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't blame you for doing that, but I guess if it's like a promoted like website for deodorant and it's like all this other stuff, like, I don't want to go through like 50 deodorant oh, advertisements yeah. to find out what the uh, fourth reason for why you shouldn't, you know, drink coffee is or something. <laughs> I wrote an article um, called uh, "The Twenty Five Most Expensive Pieces of Paper." <laughs> That's that. <laughs> see, like that in itself is genius because you're sort of like deconstructing everything about that. And so, then, so the first two were like the Declaration of Independence and like a page from Leonardo da Vinci's uh, like his like his manuscripts, no, yeah, and his shit, manuscripts. Yeah. And then the next twenty three were all college diplomas. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's. <laughs> so uh where can our listeners find your work uh what what kind of are your like i guess your own personal social media if you want to give that out or just in general the american twitter, tribune yeah, twitter etc um i don't really use um any social media myself okay um but you can find um well there's mark whitney uh mark whitney 420 <laughs> the twitter handle okay awesome. um and um there's also is it whi yeah okay whitney whitney gotcha um and then there is um the the american tribune also has a twitter and i forget what the twitter handle is <laughs> if you like I, if you search T-A for a tribune i think yeah th- yeah that sounds right At, i'll link it on the website yeah we have we do like a little write-up or you know on a website and all our descriptions and stuff people can find everything so Cool. Well, um, unless there's anything, any final 
information you want to... Final thoughts with Mark Whitney? Um... Hmm. I don't have any final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Man, a few words. Thanks for uh thanks for coming out. Yeah, man. This is a very convenient event. Yeah. Uh hope you enjoy the crystal clear audio without a Skype connection. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Thanks. Thanks for hosting the awesome uh ninja event. So uh one final question I actually meant to ask you earlier. Are you a Naruto fan? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I oh man yeah <laughs> i went as a fan of both naruto and and of donald satire trump, right? and, uh, <laughs> and donald trump uh, i think he's a ninja yeah and uh i watched come... the uh naruto abridged thing on youtube though that's pretty funny you, oh, yeah. you probably l- l- learn enough from that so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got the gist of it that's yeah good enough fair enough well yeah thanks again for coming by man and uh yeah all right yeah thanks for having me absolutely yeah, thanks all right, uh, we got a couple of voicemails here. Um, if you aren't aware, we have a voicemail number. Uh, it's 312-788-7361. Call in the next five minutes and receive... Nothing. A free blow you pen. Get, you get nothing. You get a free blow pen. What the fuck is a blow pen? Remember those... Like, Never com- mind, I don't want to know. All right. Uh, let me see here. While he's looking this up, blow pens were... Uh, this marker that you, if you blew into the back of the marker, it would draw on stuff. You, you didn't write on stuff. You uh, blew into the pen. It's disgusting. What the fuck did I... Oh, you know what? I crumpled up that sheet of paper and I don't know what the fuck I did. Oh my that. goodness. <laughs> um, what? Where did I put... Did you see me like throw that crumpled up piece of paper? Nuh-uh. Oh, right there. Okay, so blow pens. There was a lot of commercials that aired for blow pens when I was a kid, and there were so many commercials. And they were like, "If you call in the next ten minutes, you get a free extra twenty-four blow pens." They're just giving these things away. If you know about blow pens, call into the show. But in the meantime, let's listen to what some listeners had to say this week. Hey, suck cops, Grant and Kevin. Hey, yo. Uh, I guess I have something to rant about for you guys. Yeah. I don't know if you can use this or if you can cut this up or edit it. We're going to use the whole thing. (laughs) One thing I'm tired of is the Antifa, Antifa escalating things. You know, Mm -hmm. why do they have to use, why do they have to be so violent? Why can't they just use their words? You know, instead, I mean, if our forefathers and grandfathers or whatever the fuck, Use the words. Grandfathers. You know, they could have <laughs> defeated the Nazis. Our grandfathers, Instead yes. of Tommy guns and M1 Garens, they could have used words. After <laughs> all, love Trump's hate. You know? Hashtag. Al-Qaeda? Fuck the mother of bombs. Just use words. <laughs> anyway, that's just a thought. Instead of fists, burning trash cans and breaking... Starbucks windows. Let me guess. They could have used words. Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> That's just a little tidbit, a little morsel for you. A little thought piece I had. Hope you can use that. And we did. Of the show. See ya. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, thanks for the compliment. I know who that was. I'm not I'm not gonna give away names on here unless somebody gives it on the show. 
I think that's no. Pr- I think I think uh, just like with Dace, uh, what, what's the guy's JC Denton? Well, he get, JC Denton gave that, that his, gave his, his name. name yeah. yeah. So this this uh, this guy doesn't want to give his name out, and if he wants to call in again and give his name, that's fine. Otherwise, I'm not going to say it. He's not uh, part of the conspiracy with JC Denton. Could uh, be. I I'm guess sure, everyone sure we'll, could be. We'll hear from JC again one day. But that was an interesting point. This clarified nothing for me because if you <laughs> remembered a couple episodes ago. I wanted to know whether or not Antifa was good or bad. And he's asking us. Dude, we have no idea. Well, he wasn't asking. He was just saying that we just all need to use words. But it doesn't help. Because I don't know. Are they, are they good or are they a bad? Well, we're out here. We're not throwing trash cans through Starbucks windows. We're using our words in a podcast called Thought Cops. And it's working so far. So We're changing the world, my friend. Okay, I got, got another voicemail here. All right. This should be good. I hope. Um, I, is, is, is this Rosati's Pizza? No. God damn it. I like to order a pizza. Dude. Um, can you call me back, please? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> I need a pizza. Great. Okay, we both know who that was. Thanks. We're not going to say his name on here, but I will say... the Fucking he, sleepy time. <laughs> <laughs> I will say he used to live in this room we record in right now. Oh, yeah, true. He used to not fuck right over there. <laughs> what? I, I don't want to know what that yeah. means. Where you sleep. Think about that. The guy who called in for a fucking pizza. Well, his loss, I guess. Okay, I uh, got another one here. Hi. Uh, Hi. I, w- I was begged by Officer Kevin to leave a call. Um, <laughs> I'm a 30-year-old gay transgender male model. I'm not going to say oh, which good. one. But I hear some ideas for skits uh, that I have for thought cops. Uh, the first one is that um, I was taking an eye doctor test at the DMV. And at the DMV, they can pull up all your... Uh, your voting history, uh, your blood type, your fandoms. And I'm what? pretty sure that they kept failing me on the eye test um, because before I left Tumblr, the last thing I <laughs> reblogged was a, a gift set of Master Roshi uh, looking at Bulma's pussy. Um, the second skit was I was trying to, I was telling my Amazon Echo that I was going to kill myself for about three hours. And I was going to make a YouTube video about that. Um, you're probably not going to play this call anyway. So the last oh, we are. Uh, <laughs> idea for a skit I had was that picture of Willy Wonka. And um, he says, Image macro. Okay, so he says, oh, tell me again how allowing your white daughters to have sex with other races <laughs> or... Lord of the or Lord of the Rings orcs, as I like to think of them, <laughs> is, is good is a, like a moral choice. Oh and actually, we're actually laughing at him for thinking that <laughs> um, in that situation. So that's not something that like is, can come back to me. And I know uh, you you thought cops probably don't believe in this, but uh, one day they're gonna track this call, and I know I can leave it to the thought cops <laughs> not to post this call anywhere. Um, my information's safe. Is this JC Denton again? Um, so yeah, if you want to, this is a, another sleeper agent. Call again next week. Uh, feel free to do that. And I'm gonna hang up now. All right. So just okay. uh, 
you know, play this call on your show. Okay. And, you know, you can pretend that all the stuff I said is really bad and whatnot. So I'm going to go now. Yeah, sure. That was a very bad man. I want everybody to understand that man who just called the things he said were wrong and evil. I don't really understand what he was talking about. I have no idea who that. I have no idea who that man was, but the things he was saying are evil. Well, he said that you uh, begged him to call in. So, oh, <laughs> evil man! Does he think that this is a uh, Mad TV? He was uh, he was listing off sketches that we could do. Yeah, we're we're looking we're looking to revise Miss Swan and the depressed Persian tow truck driver. And the other ones. I mean, uh oh, hot dog. Uh, uh, Famous uh, uh, Robert E. Lee, Civil War general. Uh oh, hot dog. Incredible. Thanks for calling in. Uh, call in again and let us know what an evil man you are. Sick fuck. All right. Uh, we got a couple follow up stories. Um, Matt Fury, uh, famous author of Boys Club and creator of Pepe, the alt-right neo-Nazi KKK, whatever the fuck else, uh, meme. Amphibious frog. Not to be confused with a tea lizard. Um, yeah. Matt Fury. Um, he's been suing people right and left uh, because of, uh, I think we talked a couple weeks ago about there was supposed to be uh, an alt-right children's book, Pepe and Pede or something, and what he sued, got fuck? it pulled, because you don't just... I can't just say Mickey Mouse is a clan you, member. You can't and say then, Mickey Mouse at all. I can't say Mickey Mouse at all. all except for our mascot, Mickey the Hair and Tooth Tumor please Kid. Don't, please don't try and make that a thing. Oh, I'm, I'm going to force it. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. Um I can't just take Donald Duck and be like, uh, Donald's a clan member now, and I'm gonna write a uh a story a children's storybook called Donald Duck and Donald Trump Go to Washington. I can't do that because Donald Duck is owned by Disney. I can't just do that. So I hear. So uh people have been doing a lot of this shit and uh taking this guy's intellectual property. Uh Baked Alaska. Uh, is being sued, I guess, for it. Uh, much like Sargon of Akkad, I don't know who this it's, is. It's not just Baked Alaska. It's a few other guys as well. Some of these uh, alt-right figureheads. It's not just him, but I saw him like tweeting about it and bitching about it. And it's like, yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you think? So the alt-right has retaliated by making the most offensive Pepe memes possible and putting Mar uh, Matt Fury's trademark name and copyright on them. So, yeah, the, the cards are on the table, I guess. I guess they showed him. I don't know. This is so, so fucking stupid. I don't Two minutes shit. of hate. Uh, so here's something. I Here's something that really, I, I really fucking hate it. Uh, these Facebook meme format videos. Do you know what I'm talking about when no. I say that? Yeah. Uh, Facebook is dumbed down slurry for the masses. For people who can't click on a YouTube link and such i still use the website i think it's great so the facebook meme format videos it's like you'll see a, a normal like 16 by 9 widescreen video and then oftentimes there's 
like meme formatted text, like in the top and bottom. Have you seen this? Let me let me show you. I, I have an image on my phone here. I, I'll show you Grant, and you can understand is it, better. Is what... this like the SoFlo Antonio? <laughs> is this the SoFlo Antonio thing where he just takes someone else's video and just puts like cry emoji smiley faces on it? Oh, like uh, try not to hum this the rest of the day, and then it's a video. Yeah, this is it's just, a, okay. Let me let song. me let, yeah, it's let me lay it out for you. It's posted by IGN, which has become nothing but these sort of things. The top text says "try and not," and then in between everything, there's a video of the Ducktales theme song, and the bottom text says "hum this the rest of the day." So it says "try not and hum this the rest of the day," and it's the Ducktales theme. It's basically the laugh track of uh, social media video formatting. They tell you what to think. <laughs> exactly. So they just take someone else's content yet again, yeah. and then just add their own banner to it, telling you what to like, how you're supposed to feel about it. When the fuck are people going to understand that adding your own fucking caption to something makes it not as funny? Oh, it makes it so much worse. The imagination is fucking infinite, baby. You can just post a video of that song and I'll listen to it but as soon as you tell me oh isn't this a great song like no fuck you it's not good anymore life is like a hurricane stop it we're gonna get sued in Cockburg. good one nice save <laughs> falls under uh falls under the jurisdiction of parody now cocktails woo good one um thank you I got I got one this is really I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I, I know don't what know. this is. It's fucking disgusting. Um it's a a fanny pack, I guess, is what it looks like that is like a fat hairy stomach and it's called like a fake dad bod. Uh. And I don't I don't know what people's obsession with all this stupid shit is. Um It's fucking stupid. It's it's not funny. It's not creative. It's not cute. It's not really. They think it's all of those things, though. That's... And people keep posting it like, oh, my God, I don't believe someone made this. And it keeps going viral. And it's like, yeah, because you people keep egging the fucking shit on. Because you have a fucking peanut brain. <laughs> <laughs> you got rocks upstairs. <laughs> That brings us into our next one. Elf on a Shelf meme. Oh, my God. You've heard of Elf on a Shelf? No, I'm 27 <laughs> oh years old. I haven't heard of Elf on a Shelf. No one over the age of seven should have. Fuck off. Um, no, not just the Elf on the Shelf, but people have made a meme about it. But it always starts with, like, you, you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Now get ready for Waluigi on the squeegee. <laughs> Or uh, now, now here's uh, Goku on a Roku. Again, this is targeted for people who have a lot of extra <laughs> fluid in their brains. A little bit too much. Like if you if you knock this person on the head with a coconut, you would hear like a sloshing sound effect because their brain is triggered by this sort of thing. God bless you if you're listening and that's you got a water brain. We still love you. So here we are. Thought Cops. It's twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen Neo Greek Town. Let's cyberpunk district. Let's get cyberpunk on this bitch.
So this is a very modern story. This is a modern... This could not happen in 1876. Possibly not, but... Could not happen in 1776. Couldn't, th- this couldn't could, happen... In 1996. So a Connecticut <laughs> councilman is resigning from his position after his profile on a website catering to furries appeared on social media. But the outgoing first-term Democrat insists that his animal costume fetish has nothing to do with sex. But I suppose categorizing it as a fetish does sort of imply sexual nature, doesn't it? I don't I don't know. I don't know what anything is anymore. Councilman Scott Chamberlain, who was up for re-election, is stepping down after a town resident, this hero, this hometown hero, posted several screenshots on Facebook of the lawmaker's profile on a private website for furries. And if you don't know what furries are, if you're living under a dang old rock, uh, furries are a subculture of people who don animal costumes sometimes, sometimes for sexual gratification, but only sometimes. Wait, so uh, just for clarification, he was in an animal costume. Was he wearing, like, the helmet? Was he wearing the head? It wasn't clear if he was pictured wearing the costumes but he was apparently very active on the website but if you're wearing a hat and no one can tell it's you why would you fucking admit to it i i don't know all the details the the article was a little bit vague but apparently there was enough evidence to cite the man to quit his job as a public official. Well, yeah, I mean... I, I guess, apparently, I, I, again, it was a little bit vague, but the article goes into implying that there is, like, some... He's active in, I think, something about, like, these rape fantasies or something. But again, it wasn't sexual. <laughs> Good old non-sexual rape. Now, I want to give a quote from the man here to defend himself. He says, quote, I'm just saddened by the whole thing. He told the News Times. The News Times. Have you ever heard of these guys? What time is it? News News Times! I've always tried to be positive in my public life and work hard and donate my time for the people people of New Milford. Hmm. Town's named after freaking MILFs. Of course, they're a bunch of sexual (laughs) deviants. Uh. We support... we should start a hashtag to get people to listen to the podcast. We stand with this guy. Hashtag whatever his name is. We love you and uh, Scott uh, Scott Chamberlain. Hashtag free Scott Chamberlain. <sighs> so TV's fucked up. <laughs> what was that <laughs> i was peeking at the time to make sure we had enough time to get in oh we have more than enough time so tv's fucked up yeah and tell me more jordan peel of key and peel and director of get out which Wait, I, is jordan peel um he's and key and peel is he uh key or is he peel i'm not sure <laughs> please call into the voicemail and let us know because i'm retarded <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Jordan Peele, director of Get Out, uh, great movie, and Keen Peele, great show. Uh, he's developing a Nazi hunting drama called The Hunt. They already did that. It was called Inglorious Bastards. I don't know if you saw it or not. But, uh, oh, I love that movie. But famous I, n- hunt, uh, Nazi hunting movie. This is just 
like you know it's not really going to be like germany like german nazis oh no it's going to be like it's going to be baked alaska (laughs) and such he he should uh we should send him on a uh on a time travel trip back into the 90s and get him on a got milk poster bake alaska (laughs) now there is an idea they should have like they should all be profiling themselves with like this missing person's milk uh, you know, when according to movies back in the day, they used to put like missing persons pictures on milk uh, milk cartons. Yeah, I guess so. Well, they did in the they did in the movie It. So did they? Were there were they on milk? milk I think cartons? I think some yeah. One of the missing kids was on a side of a milk carton. Jesus, is that dated? The old one well, or the new takes, one? The new one, but that takes really? place in '89. Yeah, huh. unless I'm misremembering it. So anyway, uh, check this show out. It's going to be, uh, I, I'm assuming, going head-to-head with the uh, Civil War show from Game of Thrones called The Civil War Was Cool. Who can, uh, what, what's the phrase? Who can, uh, who can virtue signal the best? <laughs> Dicks on the table, boys. Uh, I just, I don't care. I don't give a shit. So TV's fucked up, right? <laughs> Netflix. Issues a cute little cease and desist letter to Chicago favorite Barcade, which uh, again, if you have a if you have a peanut brain, uh, Barcade is a portmanteau <laughs> for bar arcade, which is a arcade where get this, they can serve liquor. So we're logging on a Polygon for the article here, the cease and desist, and there's of course a lot of advertisements that are about to play over our audio that we've had to scramble to to silence jesus really breaking the fourth wall this episode this is a little inside baseball but you know i just had to pull this up because i gotta read this this is like i don't i don't know if this made anyone else angry but this made me angry that pissed me the fuck off (laughs) good um so the the letter reads uh Danny and Doug, who I guess are the uh, owners of Emporium Arcade Bar, which, by the way, is this one of the ones where you have to pay to play the games? They take coins, and I mean, like they don't take tokens, but they take like normal money. Yeah, fuck that. I never like played. I I like going to these places, but I don't ever play the arcade games because really? it's sort of isolating. Oh, whatever. Plus, I, I got a care. switch at home. <laughs> Just because uh, headquarters beercade, you don't have to play for the games. That's not a shill or anything. It's just like that's. I'd rather go there and not pay money. Well, rather pay my money on like drinks and stuff. Headquarters may be the only one to exist soon enough. Hmm. Uh, well, no, not according to this letter. So the letter reads: uh, Danny and Doug. Uh, my walkie-talkie is. Wait, hold busted. on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Is that Deputy Doug? Yeah, yeah, from, same same guy. Famous from the two episodes of Thought Cops. <laughs> yes, same guy. <laughs> All right, Doug's in a bit of hot water, folks. Uh, please. <laughs> Does anybody follow these inside it. jokes besides just me and you? <laughs> like these are mostly just for us. I think people like listen to this and like, hey man, yeah, listen to like two episodes of your podcast. It's pretty funny. And it's, it's like weird. He asked if it was Deputy Doug, and he, the other guy just started laughing. I didn't really yeah. get it. <laughs> you got to listen to five episodes to get the joke. It's it, hey, my honest opinion, it's worth it. And I'm not just saying that because I do this. 
Uh, it reads uh, for the third time. My walkie-talkie is busted, so I had to write this note instead. I heard you launched a Stranger Things pop-up bar at your Logan Square location. Look, I don't want you to think I'm a total wastoid. Uh, and I love how much you guys love the show. Just wait until you see season two. Obvious shill right there. Didn't need to happen. Nope. Uh, but unless I'm living in the upside down... I don't think we did a deal for you. Oh my god! With you for this pop-up, you're obviously creative types, so I'm sure you can appreciate that it's important to us to have a say in how our fans encounter the worlds we build. Creative types, different from the uh, normal people, the normal. of course. <laughs> the I, I can tell you, I can tell you to dress like Johnny Depp. <laughs> Again, this is an inside joke from episode ten or eleven. I don't know. Check it out. I'm sure uh, Blake knows. Yeah. Another reference. Yeah. <laughs> if this doesn't get you hooked, I don't know what's going to get you. <laughs> so anyway. Um, uh, and here we fucking go. <laughs> We're not going to go full Dr. Brenner on you. But we ask that you please, one, not extend the pop-up beyond its six-week uh, run ending in September. And two, reach out to us, permission, re- reach out to us for permission if you plan to do something like this again. Let me know as soon as possible that you agree to these requests. Uh, we love our fans more than anything, but we, but you should know that the more than anything, more than anything, literally anything. Okay, more than our own mothers. Fine, fuck them. We uh, don't kind of sad, need our moms. but um, right. But you should know that the demigor the dem demigorgon is not always as forgiving. So please don't make us call your mom. Do you think the person who wrote this has kids? I'm just <laughs> like think, th- I'm. I'm just fixating on this one detail. Do you think the person that wrote this has friends? I don't know because they said that they love their fans more than anything, including a potential children. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I don't know. This was uh, this was deemed as being a uh, a quote epic letter. <laughs> Um, you can tilt your head back right, right side up, as opposed to, uh, you know, it being in the upside down. Fuck! <laughs> um, that's, we should get rid of all the inside jokes and replace them with, uh, jokes about Stranger Things. This is a Stranger Things podcast now. Stranger Cops. We'll have that guy that played the cop on. He'll be the, uh, third wheel. Jimmy! Jimmy! What's, what was that missing kid's name? I don't, I don't know. fucking well, care. Well, pretend his name is Jimmy. And, ha, get it? Because she's always looking for him. They're Ghostbusters now. The kids. The kids are Ghostbusters now. Male Ghostbusters. Um, that is so fucked up. So, TV's pretty fucked up. Yes, it is. <laughs> did, you, did you watch the uh, the Emmys? Nah. Oh, why not? It's stupid. Okay, good. Uh, good answer. Uh, Sean Spicer was on the Emmys, um, and people are mad online. Didn't he, like, wasn't he palling around with James Corden? Yeah, James Gordon. James uh, Corden. Is, is it Corden or Gordon? It's Corden. C-O-R-D-E-N. Honestly, he, uh, I, that guy annoys me. He gave him a big kiss right on the lips. Right. 
Right, right on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> who is this for? Like, really, who was that bit for? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. And to be honest, I uh, I don't give a shit about the outrage outside of its like intended effect, but within that sort of realm of like the feelings why people are outraged, I kind of get it. It's for that joke was meant for people who have jelly beans for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot going on upstairs. <laughs> And they're slapping their hands together as this fat man gives Sean Spicer a big kiss. <laughs> Fuck! Um, <laughs> um, but I get where people like look at some of these late night hosts, and um, not so much Jimmy Fallon. Like I, I can understand and sympathize with that, but especially the the whole part about uh. Colbert making enemies with all these people and then just kind of like uh just welcoming welcoming them back with open arms like they're on some sort of fucking redemption tour is fucking hilarious to me. <sighs> like, oh, it's funny now. Oh, you know all the all the shit about uh, you know, we hated George Bush for 8 years. Well, now now he comes on Jimmy Kimmel and he's cracking jokes and we all love him now. <laughs> like, no you don't. George Bush thinks he has the best redemption arc in history, and that quite honestly goes to Sasuke Uchiha. <laughs> George Bush is no Sasuke Uchiha. Oh fuck. Um got anything else to say about this? Nope. Um Oh, this uh this is kind of its own it it's sort of a follow up, but also its own sort of thing. Uh so James Demore, uh, owner of the franchise, um, that's Demore Pizza. If you've ever been there, if you've ever been to that's Demore Pizza, yes. And I was uh, one of many men enjoying the fine pizzas at the establishment, which only seemed to cater to men. <laughs> so <laughs> James Demore puts up. Uh, See, I'm not even trying to say it wrong this time. It's just, it's become natural. He puts up a, um, I guess, a Twitter poll online thinking if, a asking people if they think that the fact that people call people in the KKK, like the leaders of the KKK, grand wizards, whether or not that's cool. You know, and he had four different answers. One was like, yeah, that's totally badass. The next one was like, yeah, but I still don't accept that they're the KKK. The next one was like, no, it's not cool at all. And the one under that was like, it's like you get the idea. Um, and people were like, what, what the fuck? He, what is this? What exactly is this? So, um, even better than the poll is the, uh, the defense of the poll, because people obviously were like, dude, what the fuck? Um, and he says, uh, you know you've moralized an issue when you can't criticize its heroes or acknowledge any positive aspect of its villains. Which, like, okay, I'm following you this far to a certain point, but you're talking about the KKK calling people, uh, 
grand wizards. Um, I don't know. I he's saying really it was know. like D and D. Yeah. So he's like, it's it's like teaching your child to be responsible about drugs and sex without addressing the fact that they can be fun. Still following you. Uh, if you make the actual KKK the only place where you can acknowledge the coolness of D&D terms, then you'll just push people into the KKK. That's not the only place you can do that. You can do that in any <laughs> D&D group campaign. I don't see what the issue is. Have you ever joined the KKK before? Uh, I did an internship there in college. <laughs> I, learned, I learned a lot from my time there, and I felt it was very well spent. A lot of times, uh, lighting up tiki torches keep the mosquitoes away. Yeah, really. I mean, the tiki torches are infused with uh, mosquito repellent. Yeah. They work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. So, yeah, he thinks that uh, the KKK is really cool. Um, I I think I retweeted this saying, uh, James DeMore probably thinks that uh, the ghost costumes that they wear make people look badass. <laughs> is that along the same lines? Uh, goats, ghosts rule. You can be like a ghost and a person. Um, so, yeah. Ghost rider. I don't know. I I somewhat... Um, I, fo- I followed the whole the Google memo shit. And uh, I sympathized with him to a certain point. Um, Uh-oh. No, I'm, I'm, not call- I'm not saying like I'm sympathizing with a Nazi or anything. I'm saying like just this, this guy, this... Uh, this friend of Deputy Ron. <laughs> He's not his friend. But when Deputy Ron started talking about uh, how, like, he he knew this guy and, uh, like, heard certain things. And he went to, uh, like, where did he go to? IMSA or is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this started clicking with me because this is, like, not a person who, like, exists on the same realm as all the rest of us, I don't think. Well, I mean, as a fellow genius, personally, I understand his plight. I guess so, but it 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 just comes off as like you really don't get it, do you? Like, pro- like, and not not even to his own. I mean, yeah, to his own to his own fault. But he's probably just so analytically minded. He probably has something, you know, something going on in his head. Can't relate to people too well. So, yeah. Um... D&D KKK campaign. Who's in? So let's talk about another topic. How much? We're at like 40. Plus. 40 plus. We can go for a little bit longer. Okay. So. Oh, you can. I'm just going to say Netflix. So TV's fucked up. Yeah, I guess so. This could have gone earlier, but it didn't. So TV's fucked up. Netflix pulls an episode of a children's show called Maya the, Maya the Bee, where moms found a penis drawing in the fucking background. You believe this? Uh, it's incredible. Kind of, yes, and kind of, no. I kind of have to see the picture of it to kind of decide well, for to myself. To describe I'll to our listeners, up. the penis drawing looks like something out of the movie Superbad. It's cartoonish has a big foreskin like it's not it's not an actual um like it's not just like someone drew a mushroom and someone was like oh that's a penis it's like it's an actual i mean it's not a 100 percent confirmed cock 
but it's pretty close. Uh, there, yeah, that's it. You found it there. Yeah, that's a penis. Oh, that's definitely a penis. No, dude, that's a penis. What's with these sicko animators always hiding this shit? They're like back on their bullshit again. Like, remember there was all the Disney stuff, like oh, in Little Mermaid, uh, when the prince kneels, he has a big uh, erection. Or in, Li- in Lion King, <laughs> when the dust is blowing away, it says sex. And this is, you know, they're like, oh no, it was a reference to the audio mixing company SFX who worked on the movie. And then others are saying, Wait, what? Are you, have you heard of this urban legend? No. There's a scene in The Lion King. I think it was Lion King or Aladdin. I don't know. Some movie for babies. Uh, where a bunch of... There is like something spelled out in the sand. And it was it said either SFX uh-huh. or sex. Oh, okay. And apparently the mixing, the audio mixing company in the movie was a company called SFX. So they said yeah. that was a little Easter egg. A little thank you to the folks at SFX. But other people say... No, it was intended to say sex because I don't Here, know. I don't know why. I got some advice. Uh, find a hobby. Yeah. Learn some woodworking. Um, learn how to skateboard. Pick up a guitar. Just do something else. It's like Tom York says: anyone can avoid drawing dicks, and anyone can play guitar. <laughs> he did say that. He said both of those things. In the same freaking song. Check it out. Radiohead. Yeah, definitely. They need more uh they need more listens. Let's get them out there. Um I got one more, unless yeah. you got one more. No, we'll do that last one you want to do. Well I'll just I'll mention the Piers Morgan thing. Uh so I guess Piers Morgan says white girls should be able to say the N word. So I guess that's gained some traction. Hot take, hot take. I guess this is based on what, like a video of girls on a bus singing a song, and then they didn't. <laughs> they were, they were, they were singing a Kanye West song, and they were singing the lyrics of the song, and one of the one of the lyrics was the freaking N word, and I think they got beat up or something. Really? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't, we don't really know, but. This was controversial, so I don't know. You you fucking look it up. I'm I'm done looking things up. I'm a free man now. Don't hang up the badge. <laughs> uh, but the one I wanted to get to after that was uh, and again this this doesn't clarify anything for me. Uh, Twitter handle at AmconMag, which is uh, American Conservative Magazine. Interesting um, portmanteau. Yeah. Uh, They put up a survey asking if Antifa is a terrorist organization. Of course, um, with them being like a conservative outlet, they want people to to overwhelmingly say yes, right? Um, People overwhelmingly said no, like 80, 90 percent of people voted in this poll. A bunch of people shared it around. It was like a a troll poll. You got to get into that. Get into that. Trolls trolls poll. poll. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Check it out. (laughs) Jesus. References, baby. We got them. Oh, yeah. Um, And so what they did is they took the poll down and they said, ah, someone someone out there is trying to fuck with us. Um, So they took it down. They deleted it. Then they put up the same exact poll. um, And guess what happened? Same exact results. So what do you expect? I, I don't know. Like, why Why do anything, you know? Agreed. It's like Jim Carrey would say, why fucking do anything? Why get out of bed in the morning? 
I don't know. Sometimes I got a hard time with that question. I honestly don't know. Some days I just don't want to ever get out of bed again. Yeah. It's like, it's like, who, who am I? Who, who is anything? Sometimes I wish I just wouldn't wake up. All right. So our next segment is key to the city. Key to the city is a do-gooder of the week who gets a key to Neo-Greek town. Uh, key to the city this week goes to uh, that dog, Frida, that's been going around social media. She saved like a shit ton of people in Mexico from the earthquake. She found a bunch of people. Interesting. So she gets the key, the key and the bone to the city. Ha <laughs> ha! Who's a good girl? Oh, she's going to love that. Who's a good that. girl? Oh, it's you. Oh, it's you. So, yeah, she gets that. Um, She's really going to enjoy that bone. And now for Thought Cops Word of the Week. It's a new segment we've been doing the last few episodes. And this week, Grant has a word imported from Korea. (laughs) This is not a Korean word. Um, So here, let me uh, let me take a second. Because uh, I have to get this, and it's full, um, and it's full frame of reference of how I saw it. Please, because no, set the stage. Okay, you're on your phone. You're scrolling through social media. What what social media app did you see this on? I saw this on Facebook. So you're scrolling through your Facebook feed. You got your dick in your hands, of course, as always, and you see this image of. Kim Jong Un and Donald Trump. And Kim Jong Un, he looks really, he looks really fierce, intense. He's got that look in his eye, like he's gonna fucking eat you because he probably would. Um, and Donald Trump, he's looking scared. He's looking over to his left. He's like, "Hey, Uh-oh. what, what's going on here?" Yikes! Uh, so this is a Huffington Post article, and um, Huff Post. Huff Post. I'm sorry, my bad. Please don't sue us. Um, the title of this is Kim Jong Un insulted Donald Trump. And taught America a new word at the same time. Wow. Like, what the fuck? I love Kim Jong-un now. Yeah, he's my, fucking, he's my spirit animal. Fucking hero. So, um... He says to Donald Trump, he says, I will surely and definitely tame the mentally deranged dotard with fire. So he called him a dotard. So this week's episode, this week... uh. This week is this motherfucker. This week's episode is brought to you by the word dotard. Um, yeah, a, a dotard is um, a person in his or her dotage, um, as defined by Merriam-Webster dictionary, um, further defined as a state or period of senile decay marked by decline of mental poise and alertness insightful so all these people are uh hailing uh you know this mass murdering fuckhead uh, <laughs> kim jong-un who has half of his fucking country in work camps uh, yes queen epic win yes queen epic he totally trolled the shit out of donald trump there hello epic department i'd like to follow the claim and so uh, I bet that uh, people aren't okay with the use of the word retard, but I bet that dotard becomes like the new word. Like, I bet everyone starts using that now. 
Kofifi Dotard. <laughs> okay, so we have one last voicemail. Let's end it on that. Uh, thanks for listening. Controversies, um, uh, and you know, uh, I just want to congratulate you guys on a thousand unique listens oh, uh, or downloads or whatever you call those. I don't um, know for your radio show. It sounds nicer. Uh, and uh, yeah, 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 I just really enjoy the show. And um, you know, sometimes I just put it on, and it's just nice to hear a couple familiar voices. Uh, Thank you, know, you really, CB. You know, I put it on right before I go to bed. It really helps me sleep. Um. All right. Bye. See ya. Is that uh uh JC JC's brother CB Dunton? Yeah, they're uh they're in a, they're in cahoots and they're gonna figure out what's going on. They're uh in a war with the Illuminati and uh in the fight against uh I don't know the data files and. I think do uh do they both have augmented vision or they never asked for this. 